you are listening to the Sincerely Podcast, I'm Sid. And I'm Beth. And today is our final episode as Sincerely Sid and Beth. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to spend <laughs> the whole episode reminiscing on the past year. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of crazy how 12 months have already gone by. Uh, I know. I mean, like, we bought our microphones, what, in, like, September of 2019 or something? Mm-hmm. And then our first episode we recorded in October last year. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't premiere until... December. Yes. Yeah. Dang. I know. It's been a... Well, I will just say, yeah, it's been a year. It's been a year. It's flown by. <laughs> it really has. Man, who knew we'd be here? <laughs> who knew that we started off with Daisy Jones and the Six and we ended with a Christmas rom-com. Right. <laughs> we started off very drunk in our episodes and towards the end, we started sobering up because we just didn't have time to drink anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no drinking time no oh my god well because it's like you know time as it goes on you realize well i have work today i don't think i can really get toasted tonight kind exactly. of exactly it's just it's just how it is but you know we still had a grand old time recording yeah absolutely cool. um i am drinking today though so <laughs> yeah. good go good. back <laughs> what are you drinking um i have this rosé so i'm having a glass of rosé earlier i did have some mimosas but that was like four hours ago so i'm good oh. now but <laughs> well, party girl <laughs> i know with, like, a mimo- with one like a mimosa and rosé and i just said you're a party girl like no i'm so crazy <laughs> have you ever tried the post malone rosé i know this has nothing to do with the podcast um no but when it came out my sister like you would have thought that she was like gonna have a conniption because she wanted to get it so bad and it wasn't anywhere like in where we lived yeah and uh, she was like, well, I guess I have to order it. And she's like, damn, you can order only order a case. And I was like, please stop. <laughs> you do not it, need to order a case of Rose Malone wine. Tell <laughs> your sister you <laughs> it's just okay. It's like not the – it's not life-changing. But I also am not a huge rosé person in general. But it doesn't taste like, you know, rap music. It's not like amazing. Life. Yeah, it's not like yeah. music come to life in your mouth. Like, oh. But it's it's good. Yeah. Well, well, that's good. Perfect. So I'm curious, what was your favorite episode recording overall? Because I know there's been 24 episodes. My favorite episode recording. So we'll, we'll have to split this up into like favorite like episode with a guest and then favorite episode with just you because I think those are two different categories, you know? That's true. Yes. You're right. Um, I don't want to like say that like uh, I have a favorite guest, so I'm not trying to like put that out there, but I did have um, one of the most fun that I had was when we actually, we never really recorded at my apartment um, when I lived in Houston because we had like a whole room at your house and one night me, you and Christine recorded at my apartment and that was so fun just because like- Like I was like, we were all in the living room on the couch. We were just like drinking wine and like being goofy. And like, I just, we were like, that was like our most relaxed, I think. Yeah. Um, We weren't like sitting at a table. We didn't have like paper and stuff like that. Um, And I think, I think obviously like these ones are also very relaxed because we're in our own space, but it was just different. It was just so fun. Um, It was. That episode was so much fun. Yeah, that or uh, the episode with my sister Samantha, the last house guest. We were just so freaking drunk that day. That that's actually my favorite. Of the 
that and the woman in the window because we all both episodes we got so drunk woman in the window we had a really really good discussion about the, oh yeah the last house guest i remember we kept like drawing the drawing yes. and, like this is how i believe it looked and then we had to edit out maybe 15 minutes of just us going on and on and on about what this silly sign looks like. Uh, but it was so, so much funny. fun. I think we went through two bottles of wine that oh, episode. Easy. Yeah, because I think we even opened up a third. Like, I, I it was yeah, so bad. Yeah, a little bottle that I had in my fridge, like a mini yes. bottle. I think we did. It was that so was, funny. That mm-hmm. was one of the, that was definitely also one of my favorites. Yeah. What about non-guest for you? Non-guest for me. Oh, my goodness. Let me think. I mean, this is, like, there. we had so many good ones, and, like. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's kind of hard. It, it, really- it is kind of hard. I, I think I'm going to go with Daisy Jones and the Six because it was our first episode, and we were so excited. I mean, like, it's a very, it's almost it's funny if you listen to our first episode and then our last episode, it's like, we're almost incoherent in the first episode, but we just were so ex- excited yeah. that like, I had so much fun recording that one with you. Um, what about you? And that was like one of our favorite, both of our, one of our favorite books that we, yes, had, you know, so we were very passionate about what we were talking about. Yeah. And we had to record, re-record it like three times because we kept losing the recording, like for some reason. Yes. So by Um, the end, it's, it's, it's a, the fun, I think it's probably the most interesting editing. Oh yeah. But it was the best. I love it. Uh, Honestly, that episode (laughs) or Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, only because we recorded that right after my wedding and we were super hungover. (laughs) And I just remember us just sitting there, like, super exhausted, uh, talking about this amazing book. Um, but both of those both of those books are Taylor Jenkins' read. And so you really can't go wrong with any yeah. with that because she's, she's a goddess. And she's our only repeat author. We didn't – I don't think oh, we repeated anybody Evie, else. We did with Evie Dunmore. With, oh, yeah, 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 because it was a series. But yes. not necessarily, like – no standalone. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid is the only standalone repeat. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was so funny. <laughs> my favorite book that we – I think that we recorded was either give – like, just not, like, the actual recording, but actually uh-huh. read. Yeah. I think Giver of Stars. Yeah, was honestly, that, that was such a good book. And I think it came at such a good time, like, in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I, we – we were still like we had take it was like our first one of our first books back after we took our break right and yeah. like it was just such a good book I remember I listened to that one I think and I remember I was in a walk and I just like started crying because like the book was just so like moving it was amazing <laughs> and I was like why am I crying in the middle of a neighborhood I look like a crazy person and then I was like it's 2020 is anyone gonna be surprised it's fine <laughs> yeah no it's fine everyone's been crying all of like 20 feet <laughs> Yep. We, I think that if a song came out about crying, just mm-hmm. just it's 2020, I'm sad. It that <laughs> would be like the song of the decade at this. I point. know. That's <laughs> how I feel about. Have you heard that song? It's like F 2020. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My sister exactly. loves that song. Me too. Um, I've been listening to it a lot lately. I've been like, ah. Well, because we're just over it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can it just end? Can this year just end? Can we like start fresh? I'm just. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. 
it's just so much but yeah no that was that was one of my favorites that we read too I think like for that would be definitely in my top five of the books that we read I I have a couple least favorites what was your least favorite (laughs) oh man you really put me on the spot there let me let me skim let me skim Um, I think I have t- a tie for two least favorites that we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end, um, The Mastermind. Really? You yeah, like that one. I mean, no, I did like it, but it wasn't like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for our discussion. Actually, no, I take that back. Ooh. You know what? My least favorite, the one I gave the lowest rating, In a Holidays – uh-huh. And then I also gave Last House Guest three out of five. Yeah. Uh, but The Last House Guest was so much fun to talk about. So I, I don't want to say that's my least favorite. That's right. No, favorite it's just episode. the least favorite book we read, not necessarily episode. Okay. I'm just going to say In a Holidays is my least favorite book I've read. Okay. Before I I wonder. I I mean, like, I liked a lot of these books. There was, like, good stuff. Um, I would say, like, for sure, my least favorite was Work Party. Um, yeah. You I just were not a fan. No, I wasn't a fan. I felt like it was pretty, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I'm a fan of that kind of book, that kind of self-help book. Um, and then I guess if I had to choose like a, you know, fiction book, that was my least favorite. Hmm. What would I choose? It's a hard decision because we had a lot of good <laughs> I know, like, I'm looking at these, and I'm like, this is good, that was good, like, uh, you know, I'm looking at our list of stuff, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but my least favorite was Bringing Down the Duke. I don't know why, like, I didn't love Bringing Down the Duke, but I really, really liked A Rogue of One's Own. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, it, it you just didn't vibe with it, uh, which is um, just one of those things that happens. Yeah. You don't have to apologize. I didn't write it. I mean, I am probably her biggest fan, so <laughs> I I will, but I will not take offense because I know that you just didn't vibe with the book. Thank you. I appreciate your uh, my un- understanding, my mm-hmm. unasked for understanding. But mm-hmm. you're very welcome. I'm here. exactly. I'm here for supporting my friends. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you know yeah. what else? What other book I was dis- I was kind of disappointed by once I read it? Mm-hmm. Probably Royal Holiday. Really? Only because I was just expecting something different. Because I love Jasmine Guillory books. Uh-huh. I guess I was kind of expecting something more along the lines of, like, the proposal. And I liked it. But since I couldn't, like, vibe because they were much, much older than us in the book, it was uh-huh. hard. I, was, I guess I was... I was disappointed when I was reading it, but I'm also extremely hard on romance books. You're really hard on romance books and you're really hard on romance books that have Christmas because you didn't like the holidays because they didn't get engaged on Christmas or whatever the next year. But you, that was the same way that you felt about the very, the ending um, with Royal holiday. Like they didn't get engaged on Christmas or at the palace or this. And you were like, just upset. You were like, no, it should have ended differently. I think that, when you have a book that is supposed to be about a holiday and then you have nothing to do about the holiday, like with Royal holiday, yeah, it's extremely misleading. Instead yeah. of like an actual like Christmas holiday, it was more like, Oh, 
let's take a holiday, like a, a cup, let's take a vacay. But that wasn't what they were leading you to believe. It was like a vacation over Christmas, but it had nothing to do about Christmas. Right. Um, so that was very disappointing. And then in the holidays, I just, it was just hard for me to like really relate to the story. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I am very hard because I'm, I'm a Christmas junkie and I love romance. And so when I get my hopes up on something and it's just not quite like to my liking, I am very hard on them for sure. Yeah, that's okay. That's totally fine. For sure. Oh my God. I'm trying to think about all of these books. Like I'm actually impressed that we had so 24 discussions about books. I know. If you think about it, that's pretty cool. That's a lot of books. That's yes. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of reading. That's a lot of discussing. That's a lot of hours that we've spent talking together yeah. about books. It's hours we'll always remember. Oh yes, and cherish forever. Plus all of our book club <laughs> books. Yes. Um. Yeah, we've had so many books this year. I know that you're. Have you reached your fifty-two yet? Um, technically, but not officially. I'm on my fifty-second. But, okay. You know what I mean? If I um count some of the, you know, dime store novels that I've yeah. read, but I'm not. So right. yeah, not technically. I'm on my 52nd. Yeah, I'm in my 40s somewhere. Um, and I know like I it's it's telling me it's like you're two weeks behind, you're three weeks behind, and I'm like, it's fine because the minute that finals are over and I have free time again, like I'm going to read books. And I keep I like bought a couple books recently that I'm really excited about reading um you know over I'm gonna think I'm gonna read like a book over Thanksgiving break uh just because I don't have any like homework or anything that weekend so I think I'm gonna be able to just like relax so that'll be fun but yeah tell the listeners what you plan to be doing in the future like what if you feel comfortable like tell us about your plans for what made you want to be a counselor anything just like let us know because I'm sure people are wondering. Yeah. Um, I guess when I was in college, <laughs> um, I was a psychology minor and originally I wanted to, I was a psychology major. Um, but after a lot of thought and, you know, gone into, I guess, uh, like just planning for the future I was like you know what if I actually want to do something with psychology then I need to go to grad school and I need to do all this other stuff and that's a lot of extra time and I was just ready to be a grown-up for some dumb reason and I get (laughs) like I just like I had this like very skewed like vision that if I went to grad school that I I wasn't gonna be happy and then I uh I guess like over the last couple years I've gone back and forth like, okay, no, I'm going to just go to grad school. No, I'm just going to go to grad school. I'm going to go to grad school. Like I'm going to do it. Um, it's been something that's like really bothered me, but I've always had a fear of just like not being able to, I don't know, just, I guess I have a fear of being in a situation where I don't have any money. Like it's just money really is one of those things that stresses me out. Like, yeah. If I think about money for too long, then I literally like, I'm, I'm, uh, ugh, it's horrible. So yeah. get anxious um, and stressed. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, uh, Same. you know, we, we lived in Houston, we had a hurricane come through and my job was for a while, you know, I wasn't getting as much commission for a while. And then I, um, 
you know, wasn't really getting enough jobs and stuff like that for my, when I was doing, you know, design. And then when I moved into the hospitality industry planning events there, um, you know, like I just, I was, I would, I didn't love it anymore. And I was planning on going to New York and like finding a job there. I, you know, was, had a couple of interviews lined up and then obviously the pandemic came through. Yeah. And so for the first time since I graduated college and really since I was 16, like I didn't have a job. Like I started babysitting when I was in middle school. Like, I don't know about you, but like my first job was I was actually 15 and I was a lifeguard. And then after that, I was a lifeguard and a swim coach. And then I, I worked at a, a restaurant and then I was a swim coach and a lifeguard and like, when I went to college, like I even got a job on campus and I nannied over the summer and like, I've always just had a job. And so it was like the first time and for a long time where I haven't had income and I haven't had a job and I didn't apply, like, you know, qualify for unemployment. And, um, I was just sitting there and, you know, for the first time in my life with and nothing. Lockdown. Yeah. Like really like nothing in my way to stop me from like sitting down and actually thinking, um, which was good and bad. Cause you know, like when you have to think too much, then that's not great, but like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it kind of made me realize I was like, you know, this is the perfect time to go back to school, finish up my bachelor's, get into grad school for next fall. And, uh, you know, just get this on track and do what I want to do because right now I don't have a job. I don't, you know, have any income and it's okay. Like the world's not ending. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly um like it's it's gonna be okay if I go back to school and you know I'm really a very very fortunate that I was able to like live with you know um my parents you know so like that that is also very helpful like I don't have bills to pay or anything like I have some bills but not in the sense that where I have like a rent or a mortgage you know mm -hmm. and so yeah it's been uh that's pretty much what made me do it was just quarantine like I you know I couldn't go back to my old job and I just finally realized I was like, well, this is something that I want to do and that I'd be happy doing long-term. Like I could see myself doing this when I'm 60. I don't ever like, if I was 60 and planning events, I would be miserable. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah. You were never like super happy with it. You were always just no. doing it because you could and you were good at it. Yeah. It wasn't like something that I was passionate about. And, yeah. you know, honestly, ever since I, you know, started school again and started doing um, psychology again, like, you know, I've been reading different articles all the time. Like I watch videos in my spare time. Like I watch documentaries. Like it's just something that I'm like actually really interested in and like captures my attention. And like, I've even bought like a couple books, like one of the books I made us read for book club, you know, had to do with psychology. And then I recently just bought two other books. One of them is called my lobotomy. And it's about a guy who got a lobotomy in the 1960s. And he like his life basically. And then another one is just about how our parenting styles affect the way adolescents grow up and how they act. And mm -hmm. I want to go into specifically adolescent psychology. And so I thought that was really cool just to know. I'm really and, excited for you yeah. and how passionate and how happy you are that you finally like found what's going to make you happy. I know it's like, it's crazy because I feel like for so long, I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And then like, now if you were to ask me, like, I could tell you point blank, like exactly what I want to do, what my plan is. And it's just crazy. Cause I feel like, and I'm sure I'm not alone. There's so many people out there that just don't know what they want to do. And then like, as, you know, even at 18, like, it's so crazy to me that like at 18, we're supposed to choose what to do with our lives. It is crazy.
like our brains haven't even fully formed. Why are you going to make us make a literal like lifelong decision right then and there? That is really crazy if you think about it like that. Um, that's probably why so many people, like when they get older, are unhappy with the choices they made. Yeah. Just because they made it before they even knew what the world was like or what what to expect in that job, you know. They're right. literally just out of high school. Um, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm really excited about how passionate you are. And <laughs> Thank you. As I said last episode, one day I'll be, I guess I'm not an adolescent, but I'll be hitting you up for free mental <laughs> health services. I know. AKA um, chit chats over a glass of wine. Yeah. As long as wine's involved, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my boyfriend's always like, analyze me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not qualified for that. <laughs> analyze me. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. That's sweet though. Like he's so like, he's so uh, confident in your abilities already <laughs> that he wants you to analyze him and give him all of the information that you have on him so that's pretty impressive i'm like uh, okay um yeah no so that's it's it's gonna be cool it's gonna be cool um do you want to tell our audience what's next for you in the podcast yes so i don't want to explain everything yet but mm -hmm. pretty much um the podcast is going to be coming back um let me pull up the date i think i, I believe i chose january 12th so that's like the second week, beautiful weekend of uh january uh second tuesday keep it with tuesdays the podcast will be the sincerely beth podcast just because we spent a year developing you know the sincerely for lack of a better word the sincerely brand mm -hmm. and it's still you know our thing yeah um we i'm going to continue doing book discussions but there's also going to be discussions that have nothing to do with books. Um, I just kind of want to broaden it up. It'll be about topics discussed in books maybe, but more nonfiction, uh, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. yeah. just, and I hope, I hope right now I'm hoping that um, episodes can be more often than yeah. just every other week. So right now I'm thinking maybe about once a week. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So but that's also going to be something that's going to be more like simpler to do. Um, you know what I'm, I th I think it'll be simpler to do on, on like with one person. Yeah. Cause you don't have to worry about like, okay, well when's the other person's schedule? Because like with my work schedule, like sometimes I don't get off till like eight 30, but with your work schedule, you're off at like five. So it's just like very yeah. conflicting. So I'm sure it you'll be is. able to like and turn some stuff out. You work weekends and I just mm -hmm. weekends off. And so it's, it is, it's going to be different. I'm very nervous about going forward on my own. I, I really love having a partnership and having someone to bounce ideas off of, which I know that you said I can still do that with you. <laughs> so I really, yeah, you can still text me. I'm like, I'm still here for it. <laughs> yeah. You're still my friend. Uh, yeah. So it's, it is something I'm really excited about and I'm going to be kind of brainstorming more this month and I'm going to give more information throughout the month of December on what to expect. So I think that this downtime in the next, I guess, eight weeks is going to be really helpful or maybe seven weeks is going to be really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of what to expect. Some books and other discussions, hopefully some guests 
to get on and talk about hard topics mm -hmm. uh, as well as keeping up with the books because that's something I'm really passionate about and that I love. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of the plan right now. Very, very, very generalized information on the plan. Um, I'll be posting the logo next month um, and giving little teasers throughout the month. Yes. Um, so I guess we have some, you have some changes. We're not going to have the website anymore, right? Or you're not going to? Um, if I do, it's going to be, you know, it has to be a different website. Um, I think that Instagram is probably a better option. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something I have to figure out literally ASAP. Right now, I'm pretty sure we're not going to have a website. And if I do, then I could always open one down the road if I decide. Right. Um, definitely keeping up with the Instagram um, it should be the same anchor page. I'll just have to change the podcast, same Spotify, pa Spotify page, just changing up the name a little bit. Those are changes that can be made through, through the website. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a lot of things are staying the same, like where to find us and everything. But again, it's has to change because with one person, you know, it can't be the same format as before. Um, cause y'all don't want to just hear me talk in monotone about something. So there, there is going to be some changes that way. It's not going to be yeah. a format. Cool. Well, I'm excited to listen to it. Well, thank <laughs> you. Even if you're my only listener in the future, I appreciate your support. Anytime. Anytime. I'm here for you. <laughs> and I'm happy to be a guest anytime. So just yes, let me know. For sure. I'm going to be hitting you up quite a bit. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just, yeah. this has been great. Like just reminiscing on some of our favorite memories. I still, I'm still thinking about what we just talked about with the last house guest though. I think I still have those pages. I need to find Oh my God, them. I love it. If we, I think I have them in the closet somewhere. So if I do find them, I need to post them. Um, because yeah, frame them and put them in your room. <laughs> well, some of the drawings are like on napkins and stuff. Like yeah. we're really going ham like with those weird drawings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess one of my other favorite memories that I just remembered was one time when Zach made us chips and guacamole. <laughs> oh my god, when was that? I don't remember, but you were like my sexy it was before y'all were married, so you're like my sexy fiance just brought us chips and guac. I remember I, that. Wasn't wasn't that the act wasn't that the last house guest episode? Because I think if I think we got drunk and we're just texting Zach to bring us up chips and guac. Maybe. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure your sister was there for that. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, if that, I so honestly, that episode was just so much fun. It, I know. It, it was just a good day. It was. We, we were energized. We had time. We didn't have to get up early the next day so we could drink the day before. We had your sister in town. We had, yeah, we Ubered. Like there was no worry about driving or anything. You know, we were yes. just planning everything out no I just I yeah that was so much fun that was a that was a really great time I really do miss like being in person and recording in person like I would it, just like definitely. uber to y'all's house like every week <laughs> it was honestly so much more personable but yeah I am thankful anchor allows us to record long distance throughout the pandemic and with changes yeah. and everything but um it, it is different you're right. The the vibe of the podcast from early on to now did change because of uh -huh. the, um, well, the the situation with moving and mostly the pandemic. Yeah, like we were definitely already gonna figure out 
how to record long distance, but with the pandemic, it kind of like, I don't know. That made was it crazy. Happen. It made it happen. Yeah. And it was just, it was so much at one time that I think we were just like, well, <laughs> we're going with it. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. I know we, there was probably a couple of times where we struggled, but yeah. um, uh, I think bringing down the home. Duke was the last episode we recorded in person and yeah then, you know what oh it was God. wild game was yes the first episode at, on the uh was the first episode recorded using long distance yeah um and that's just i i mean that's crazy that was um uh 15 episodes well 14 episodes ago for bringing down the duke yeah yeah wow that was a long time ago that was in march or April. No, March. It was March. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, um, actually, yeah, I think it was February. Really? Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, I don't think. We recorded seven husbands in February, like February 2nd. Yeah. It ended oh, arrives. Nice. So it was like end of March. Yeah. For bringing well, the- no, because we went into quarantine the second week of March. Then when was it? Yeah, that's why I was like, maybe it was in February. Yeah, I, I think that you and I, we actually recorded the wives before we recorded Seven Husbands. Okay. Here, I'm <laughs> looking on the podcast, because now the podcast page, when we post it, because I'm very, like, confused now. <laughs> Time is a construct. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It looks like, okay, we made a, we posted about the episode coming out in a week, uh, March 8th. Yeah. So it was like either end of February or like the first week of March, like right before quarantine. Yeah. And you were like packing up and getting ready to move to New York. And then that. <laughs> I know, right? When, what was that supposed to happen? <laughs> we had your going away celebration like the first week of March. And then literally everything happened. And then quarantine. It was yep. crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Anyway, I already said that. Yeah. It really was crazy how it all happened. It really was. Like, it just all of a sudden was, like, ongoing. And then I even called my mom, like, you know, I was like, am I going? Yeah. <laughs> Is this happening? Like, I kept calling her every day. And I was like, because, you know, it was starting, like, everything was starting to become an issue. And I was like, am I going? Am I going? And then New York exploded. And my dad couldn't get groceries. And it was just, it was just crazy. And we ended up staying. Um, It's just it's insane how everything went down. Like this whole year has been so crazy. I feel like, I feel like it's really taught me to just like go with the flow, which is funny. Um, <laughs> Cause we're not go with the flow people really. No, I'm no. Yeah. Like I like structure. I like order. I like to plan things out and mm-hmm. it's just crazy because like all of a sudden it was like, okay, well now you're going to go live. Um, in the woodlands and then okay you're gonna go live in leander now your parents are moving and um now you're moving there and it just like was oh it's just honestly been a little bit of a a shit show for sure yeah but honestly where you are now is where you needed to be so it kind of all needed to happen as you said kind of give you clarity and focus yeah crazy how things work out that way i know that's so insane. As I'm gazing over these episodes too, like not to change the subject, but no. I was like seeing the night swim. I think my, the night swim in Dominicana, I think were the most thought provoking episodes for me. Yeah. Like what, 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 what stutter. Uh, but like what we discussed in Dominicana mm-hmm. with 
her being forced into marriage at such a young age and then mm-hmm. the night swim talking about rape and rape culture those were two of our like more thought provoking episodes for sure yeah i think we definitely stuck i think we had kind of a theme because we did dominicana uh you know and that was like the first one and i think we were nervous after we did that that it was too serious because it's like we had royal holiday and then work party then the last house guests and seven husbands and you know seven husbands did have some lgbt aspects of it um and Mm -hmm. you know a little bit of like abuse but that wasn't too you know crazy and then we did a woman is no man and then we did the henna artist and then we did queenie and i was just like it i feel like we've had a lot where you know we we got to like actually really see other people's point of views and think about those and i think that's really cool like that's the power of books is that you can see you can learn about other people's point of views and like be able to understand them because you're like in their head or you're following them. And so you can see those things. Um, Books allow you to be transported to um, a different person's point of view. Yeah. And I I mean, that's powerful. That's, that's why the written word is so powerful because what, what you write has the power to change the way people think, act like everything. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I, I was obsessed with Daisy Jones for a while. And I really liked that book. But when I read A Woman Is No Man, I don't know, like, it just A Woman Is No Man was so powerful to me. Like, mm-hmm. it was just such a good book. It was. Um, and it just like, it just really made me like think and feel and I honestly, it's my favorite book now. And I, I really, for a while there, I got really into Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I started reading like all of her books. Mm-hmm. And then um, not that like I'm stopping cause I'm going to continue. But like when I read a woman is no man, I was just like, wow, this is the best book. <laughs> like, yeah, it's definitely one of my top five for the year. Yeah. Um, it, it was a really powerful story. And I think in another year, I'll give it like a, a little more time. I would definitely mm-hmm. read it again. Oh yeah. I keep suggesting it to like everybody I know. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to buy a copy because I loaned a copy to Christine. And I was like, I'm going to buy a copy so that you all can read it because it's such a good book that I was just like, everybody needs to read it. Everyone should read it. So they know what I'm talking about. They know it is really good. Yeah. Because it's, it was just such a good book. And I really, I felt like that about, you know, I thought the henna artist was good too. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just so cool. It was cool to be able to read those and be able to like, talk about those um well both both of those uh, and Mekana, all three of those were different cultures yeah um exactly. so it was it was just really it was a very different reading experience because you're reading from the point of view of a of a wo- young woman but she mm-hmm. is from a completely different world and in some of the books a completely different time period and Mm-hmm. Um, so it is in a lot of ways, the authors were just able to make it so that people from who don't have any experiences with that could finally understand a little more about mm-hmm. how, how that, how that is for them and how, what would right. they go through. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved those. Those were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that we were obsessed with thrillers. <laughs> Yes, but I mean, who doesn't like a good thriller? I know. Oh, this podcast and book club with you, Christine and Alexis, have has made me a lot more into thrillers. Oh yeah. At the in, in my heart, I will always be a romance girl, but mm-hmm. thrillers and historical fiction—that was also your influence, historical fiction. 
have have become my favorite as well. So yeah. it's like romance, thriller, historical fiction, or well, historical fiction romance is my ultimate favorite. Oh yeah, but that's a oh, subcategory yeah. of romance, right? <laughs> you definitely made me like romance as more. Oh um, yeah, it's so funny. Whenever we chose our last book of the month club book like you chose a romance and a historical fiction and then i also chose the exact same book so i was like yep yep <laughs> I, I need that romance it was like a rich girl it's... and a poor boy i was like i need it i need this romance in my life <laughs> it was really i already read it because i have a problem mm-hmm. and it was really really good like good. sweet it wasn't it was i know it's when you're talking it wasn't a steamy book by any means it was uh-huh. just a sweet story is yeah. that's what your heart needs right now. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll pick that up then. Yeah. Because I, I need to start reading my books. It's it's becoming a problem. Like, uh, my parents have this, there's just really random, like, built-in bookshelf and, like, storage area in my parents' house. Like, just, like, on a hallway. I don't know. Um, and so I put all my books there because I didn't have a bookshelf in my bedroom. And it's starting, like it's starting to be completely full and this is like books that I've bought since being in quarantine and like I did get all my books from New York which was quite a few books like don't get me wrong but it wasn't all my books because I ended up giving away like you gave away all the ones you read yeah like 20 something books like I don't even know like they were all gone and so these are most of it is books that I just haven't read yet because I shipped a bunch to New York and I was like I'll read this when I get there and then I keep buying them and so my goal over a winter break is just to like be a reading maniac and just read, 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 um, and just get caught up because and I know that this next year, like, especially with school and then starting grad school in the fall, I won't have as much time to read. And so I just want to get a hop on it earlier because I, I want to be able to read 52 books again next year. You'll definitely be able to do it. I believe yeah. you will. And it'll be something, too, that you'll be able to, like, realize, like, how time-consuming it is with work now. So you'll be able mm-hmm. to plan for it more as well. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you updated. Please do. I ke- I'll keep my Goodreads account updated. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. Goodreads is the best. It was, like, just yesterday we were, like, at book club. And we were, you were, like, let's have start a podcast. Yes. Well, that was so, yeah, I was just like, let's start a book club podcast. And then a lot, I, I'm an idea person. Yeah. I tend to have a lot of ideas and then sometimes they get taken off, but then sometimes if people don't believe in them, I let myself get discouraged. But you heard that and you were like, hell yes, let's do it. And then it, <laughs> and then it happened and it, it, it came to fruition and we created this podcast and I'm so happy that we did because this has been such an amazing year of you know, you know friendship bonding and also just reading some really, as we already discussed, powerful things. Yeah, it's it's been really nice. We've gotten really close, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, we got to like super reconnect from college and that was super good. And I just, I really enjoyed hanging out with you and Zach every weekend. Like I felt like I lived with you a little you bit. You kind of did. We had, we kept your pickles and stuff in our house. I know. Like, like I had snacks there. Chips. Yeah. Your Santa chips and pickles. Like 
your closet, I believe, brand. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We had your snacks fine. here. And I've, I still have some of your cups here as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, we need to make sure that we have cups so that we don't make noise and that we don't knock anything over. And that lasted for one episode. And then we were like, back to the wine. Plus. <laughs> oh, because they were so fun. It's fun to I know. look at your wine in a pretty clear glass. Yeah. And then it was fun because, you know, you got all your stuff from your wedding. And so we got oh, to God. use fun stuff. So much crap from the wedding. For like two seconds, we got to use that stuff, and then all of a sudden, it was like, "Bye, see you never." Yeah. Um, any other memories that you want to like reminisce on, or any other like secrets we should tell? <laughs> I think we talked about most of it, honestly. I think it's uh, that we only used the mics for a few times before they broke and we gave up on them. Uh, yeah, before we realized that we were actually just using the mic from my computer. <laughs> yeah, so that was an expensive investment that actually we didn't actually use um, uh, which I think is so funny I know yeah that was that was insane but like they ended up just not being very helpful and the mics on our like phones and you know laptops like they haven't I mean they're not the best quality I can definitely tell the difference between the quality from our laptops to this kind of like over like different states you know yes for um sure. Uh, so there's definitely a different quality there, but you know, it's not, it's not bad. It's not horrible. Like I, I just, no. I don't, I, I don't listen to it and think, oh wow, that's really bad. I never thought that. So it's, yeah, um, me it's neither. Cool. I'm proud of us for not even knowing how to do this to creating a podcast and editing, learning how to edit and, uh, we creating did a website and yes. <laughs> we're, I, I, Honestly, we can pat ourselves on the back because I'm yeah. impressed by us. I know. And we made it, you know, a year. Um, I, I, yeah, I really, I liked it a lot. Our most popular episode was our first episode, but I, they, I mean, hopefully we get, or you get some more listeners with this new uh, format. Like you guys all spread the word and let them know that Beths have a new format. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm excited to see how I do that as well. So time will tell how that turns out. I'm sure it'll be great. Thank you. It'll be great. Well, I loved reminiscing with you, Sydney. Me too. So much fun. I honestly forgot about some of these things until we started <laughs> talking about them. Let me know if you have the napkins. <laughs> I will. I need to see if I, – I mean, I'd be really – I mean, I, surely they're in there somewhere. There's so much junk in that hall right. closet in our podcast room. Yeah. I'm sure we have them in there somewhere. I know. We'll always have the sweatshirts to remember. Oh, I love those sweatshirts. They're so comfy. Me too. They're really, they're really, really cropped, but they're comfy. Yeah. So good. Well, I love you, Sydney. This has been fun. I love you too. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>